The Bible is a book of encounter. Are you looking forward to having the Moses kind of encounter, the Elisha kind of encounter, the Jesus kind of encounter? Then I would like you to please be part of this episode as we look at the Word of God and learn how to reenact personal encounters with God that will help you and build up your faith. All the great apostles, these were men that had encounter and helped build their faith. So as we go deeper in this episode, join us as we look at encounters with God. Praise the Lord. Good morning. I'd like to welcome you to this channel. And this channel is driven towards you knowing God and encountering God for yourself, by yourself, through your prayers. This vision is born out of God's leading for people just to know God and to walk deeper in God. Um, based on personal experience, I've discovered that a lot of people fall out of Christ. A lot of people are not sure of their salvation because they tend to know God through people's words, through people's teaching, through people's advice and the kind of Christianity of come and see what the Lord can do for you and not what they have known about God and what they have heard about God. So once again, Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you, Lord. Let your word touch us and let your word redefine us. Yes, this morning I'm speaking on what I call encounters. Encounter, that's why we are on the Encounter channel. And I'm taking the word of God. So shall we just give credence to the word of God as we look at Acts chapter 9 verse 1. Then Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked for letters from him to the synagogues of Damascus, so that if he found any who were of the way, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the gods. So he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. This is a very interesting scripture because we all know about Apostle Paul because once he had the identity of God for his life, his name changed from Saul to Paul and you could see the impact that he made in the New Testament by his teachings, by his writings. And for so many of us, we need to know God. We need to have this encounter. Encounters can be provoked. Encounters can be given by God. And encounters by can be, um, let me use the word, induced by the devil also. But what matters most is for you as a believer to have an encounter with God. If you read through the Bible, you will find out that God, for those who had a lasting experience with God in their salvation, in their walk with him, there were men who had encounters. You talk of Abraham. Abraham had an encounter with God and his name changed. Sarah had an encounter with God. 
and her name changed. Jacob had an encounter with God and also his name changed. Simon had an encounter with God and his name also changed. Saul had an encounter with God and his name changed. Now, Apostle Saul, that now became Paul, had an encounter with God and he also changed. One thing the encounter does for you is that it reveals your identity, it reveals God's plan to you and not your own plan or the plan of wherever you find yourself by birth, by where you live, by your environment. So divine encounters are needed. So I've given you an example of people that got their name changed because they had encounter. One of the reasons why we have what I call Christian fallouts, those who Christian dropouts, Christian fallouts are those who are never grinded in the word of God. It will be hard for someone like Saul. If you read it was like he was at the opposing side of God. The Bible says he was breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord. Even Bible scholars could say that Paul was there when Stephen was being stoned. For a man to believe in a cause like that, for a man to believe those kind of wrong, erroneous uh, level of opinions about God, about Jesus, and you see him turning 360 degrees. This can only be through encounters. And encounters can be can be what your life needs, especially for those of us who want to grow in the Lord, who want to know God, for those of us who are really interested in the things of the Spirit. Beyond all these men that had encounters, and they had their name changed, so many men in the Bible. Moses had an encounter. The burning bush was a good deal for him. Once he had an encounter, like once again, his identity changed. He he began to face the man he once called a father. He began to realize his roots. And if you look at Isaiah, Isaiah had an encounter with God again. And in Isaiah chapter 6, everything about him changed. He saw the Lord and his speech, the Lord had to deal with his tongue, his revelation changed. For the apostles, for the for the prophets in the Old and the New Testament, the apostles of God in the New Testament, the reason, the reason why they could stand tall, the reason why they could know God for themselves, the reason why they could do all these exploits was because they were ready for an encounter. And like I've said, you can choose an encounter and God can choose his moment of encounter for you. So when you decide to choose your own point of encounter, it's left for you. And a good example is Jacob in the Bible. The Bible says he wrestled with God all night. So do you know what it means to wrestle? He, he was there, he wrestled and he prayed. And by that word wrestling, he had an encounter. Like I've said, encounters can be provoked. So as believers, the moment you have this personal decision that you want to know God for whom God is, you don't want to know God through people, then by doing that, he can get close to God and he can reveal himself to you. And you know, when he met God, God asked him, what is his name? And he said, his name was Jacob. I'm from Bearing Jacob, he had what I call a transformation and God changed his name. So for 
whoever wants to go deep in God, for whoever wants to know God, for whoever wants to be a friend of God, it's it's something that I will recommend that you should have what I call a one-on-one encounter with God. I'm talking to you today because I've had my own encounters with God. I've had my own moments with God. So for you, you've been in God. Do you have those moments with God? How how well do you remember your moments with God, your encounters with God? And encounters can be multiple. It's not just the only one you've had. That was not the only encounter that Jacob had. Remember, he encountered God in Bethel. He encountered God when God changed his name. And several other times in his life, he also encountered God. So we can all encounter God for ourselves. We can all see God in the right dimension that he wants us to see him. The Bible says, and he journeyed, Paul Paul journeyed and came near Damascus and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? One thing the encounter does for every believer is to show you who you are, where you stand, and what you are standing for. So if you see all the men that God changed their name through encounters, it's just about making them to realize who they are. There are so many men, countless people in the Bible. And if this is the same Bible, which is the same Christianity that you and I are holding on to, then we must know that God wants to encounter you. Gideon had an encounter with God. Some encounters are even pre, pre, let me use the word, pre-lived people where you have God speaking to people even before they were born. God speaking to Joseph and Mary about Jesus. God speaking to Manuel, the father and the mother also of Samson and God speaking to the parents of John the Baptist. These are encounters that birth greatness. And the Bible says, he he said it, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? You know, one thing about encounters is that it makes you realize who God is. It makes you see him in his holiness. Nobody sees God and remain the same. He said, Moses, nobody sees me and leaves. So it's more of a spiritual thing. When you see God, he introduces himself to you. And when you know God, that who are you, Lord, is whatever he calls you at that moment that stays with you. And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the gods. You know what they call the gods? It's like saying it's hard for you to kick your legs against the stone. If you've ever played football before and in a very rough terrain, in a place where it's not meant for football playing and you ever hit your leg, your nails against the stone, you understand that it's going to be a painful thing and it's one of the wounds that changes your work. It changes what you wear. So the Lord was saying that you're just kicking against the stones. You're kicking against iron. You you will feel the pain because it doesn't move, meaning a thousand of you, Saul, cannot stop this agenda. That's what the Lord was saying to him there. It says, you can't, you're just kicking against the gods because nothing is going to, your legs cannot move it. Your legs cannot take out that deep root. It's a saying, it's just a fruitless effort. And the Bible says he was trembling and astonished. Nobody has an encounter and remains the same. Even if it's a dream, if it's in programs, if it's in meetings, and in the course of this channel, you're going to be having 
people coming up to tell you their encounters of people who have had near-death experiences, people who have seen God for whom God is, people who have had moments with God, people who have been trapped in the presence of God for long hours, people that have gotten the direct word of the Lord, people that have had what we call near misses of tragedy, and they've been able to stand tall and to see God for whom God is. And the Bible tells us that the Lord said to him, Arise and go. And sorry, he said, verse 6 says, So he trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want from me? Every encounter leaves a man with what next? Look at all these men. When Moses encountered God, the burning bush, it was something. He led him with on a mission. Your encounter steers you towards your destiny. Your encounters leads you to your purpose. And the next thing we read is that the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. Every encounter gives birth to another level of relationship with God. Nobody takes the encounter and runs away with it. When Gideon had an encounter with God, that was what led him. A shy man, a man who had low self-esteem, a man who didn't know what he was carrying. He, He was doing a very, you know, the Bible says he was trying to to get the corn out of the wheat thereabout, and he was doing it. These are things you do where you have um, wind, high level of wind. They do it on the mountain, but the Bible made us realize that he was doing it at the back of his house. And by that alone, it was going to be a very hard task because you can't be doing that where there's no high level of wind blowing to help you clear away whatever you are doing. And the Bible says, he was a man of valor, but he was hiding because by that encounter that he had with God, it led him to raise armies for people, meaning a shy man became a bold man, meaning a man with low self-esteem became a man of great self-esteem because he kept on hearing what God would tell him. He raised the men, and by the time he heard God, God said, okay, take them to the pool, let them drink and as those, as they were drinking, God made him know that, oh, the way these ones are drinking, I won't use them. It's those who lap the water that you should use. And he cut them down drastically. And if you're a Bible student, you know what really happened. So arise and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. And that is why you should know that for every encounter you have, there's still going to be another level. He calls you higher. The Bible says it that um, it tells us clearly that we should come higher. That was what the words of Jesus to his disciples says, come up higher. And the men who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice but seeing no one. Then Saul arose from the ground, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no one. But they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And he was three days without sight and neither heard not drunk. And this is the mystery of it all. No matter the level of your encounter, no matter the level of how well you think you've heard God, there's still a place whereby you still need to be led by the hand. So you still have to gradually walk yourself. The Bible says his sight was taken from him. So everything with him was not just perfect, made straight. His sight was taken from him. And they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus, and it was three days without sight and neither ate nor drink. Your encounter leads you to a place of sober reflection. It leads you to a place of 
what we call solitude, whereby you sit with God and God looks at you and he begins to work on you. Do you know what it means? Perhaps the, his sight was what was distracting him. God knew how to reach out to him. So when you encounter God, there are some things that you expect God to take away from you until you have those self-reflections and three days without sight and neither ate nor drank. But you know how God operates? And now there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him, the Lord said in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Yeah, I am Lord. So the Lord said to him, Arise and go to the street called Straight and inquire at the house of Judah for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he is praying. Hallelujah. Here is a very deep word, very deep word for all of us. He was there alone three days without sight and neither ate nor drank. The fact that your encounter takes you to a place of solitude, a place of loneliness, a place where you are out of sight, a place where you are waiting on God does not mean that God has forgotten you and you've not heard from God the first day. You've not heard from God the second day. You've not heard from God the third day. God remembered him by looking for someone around him there. And his name was Ananias. And he said, hey, I am Lord. And he said, Lord, arise and go to the street called Straight. And inquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he is praying. Your encounter leads you to pray more, leads you to chat with God. And in a vision, he had seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hands on him so that he might receive his sight. And Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priest to bind her who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, go for it's a chosen vessel of mine. Hallelujah. A chosen vessel encounters, confirms your ministry to others, confirms your life to others. Nobody needed to tell anything again about him. He said, a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. Your encounters will always lead you to your Ananias. And Ananias will always spread the word about you. So this wonderful morning, I just want to let someone know that God is calling you to a place of encounter. You can be on the opposite side of God and can be on the page with God. All these, beloved, no matter who you are, God wants to encounter you. He wants you to come close. I want you to take deeper step and deeper walk with him so for this edition of the encounter channel i just like to please make a clarion call to all of you that what you need is an encounter no matter who you are if you're a child of god if you're a worker if you're a pastor and if you if you don't know god an encounter is always readily available for you to just move closer to God and let him tell you what your life is all about. Let him redefine your mission. Here was a murderer. Here was somebody who was gathering evidence. Somebody who was threatening God. And by the time he had an encounter, the Bible says he's a chosen vessel of mine. 
So for some of us, we need to encounter God. The day Jeremiah encountered God, he realized that he was not a priest, but a prophet. So encounters can bad change of profession. It can bad change of lifestyle. It can bad change of ideology. It can bad change of location. So to you all out there, I pray for you this evening. And may the Lord lead you to a place of encounter. And may you take time out in your journey to pray your way through into encounters. By God's grace, we shall be looking more at provoking encounters. And as you have joined, God bless you. Have a wonderful day.